0: Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help black and brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, everyone. It's Linda Talaferro, being Brown at work. So I want to talk about in this session, tone policing and really kind of dig into it and help you connect that negative experience or microaggression to emotional intelligence in your EQ. So for some of you who don't may not know what tone policing is, I'll give you some examples of it. And once you hear these examples, I know for a fact you'll immediately know because you've probably experienced it. Um, Have you ever been asked, um, why are you so angry? I mean, you're having a conversation about a subject that probably is highly charged, one that might even be very near and dear to your heart, and any average person. May show an emotion at the level of anger. It may be the right emotion for the topic, for the subject. But you're the one, the black or brown one in the room, you're the one that's asked, Why are you so angry? Yet the emotion may be valid. Or have you ever been told, Just calm down, just calm down. And you're really not agitated at all. You're just probably being. Direct, forthright, but yet you hear those words, calm down. Or as I can distinctly remember, and for those of you that have been with me for a while, you've heard me share this before. I distinctly remember being told, oh, you are so passionate. You know, you probably never be a vice president because you're just too passionate. What in the world does that mean? Why would you not want someone that is passionate about their work, that cares? You know, it means something to them. Other people are passionate. Other people motivated, inspired, you know, get behind what they do. But nevertheless, you're told, or like I was told, you're just too passionate That is tone policing. That is when how you say something has more credence and is paid more attention to than what you say. So, therefore, what it is you say has been diminished. And I guarantee you that that tactic, although now we see it a lot in the political realm, right? You watch any debates. You will see tone policing happen on a regular basis. That's a tactic and a debate. But I'm talking about in the corporate world, in this corporate ladder climb, nine times out of ten. I you know, I'm just gonna offer to say ten out of ten. Tone policing only happens and it can be deliberate. Okay, it can be deliberate, like I said in debating, but it only happens to people of color. It only happens to people of color. Very minimally, will it happen to a white woman in corporate? You might see it, but it's rare that it's going to happen to a white woman. Brown or especially Black women, tone policing is a regular occurrence. Regular occurrence. You know, I'll give it... You know, I don't know what percentage. Unconscious biasness, conscious biasness. But here's where it's important for us as Black and brown women to be, one, very in tune with every single microaggression, even those that are as subtle as a tone policing act. We have to be very in tune with these when they occur. One reason is, Call it out if it's inappropriate. And just like I said, when when I gave you some examples of tone policing, there are right times to show a level of emotion given the subject at hand. Some subject matters demand a level of emotion. And it has absolutely nothing to do with male, female, black, brown, yellow, green nothing to do with gender or color. The topic itself demands a level of emotion. And so I would offer to you, if you experience tone policing, yet the the subject called for it, I would call it out. Again, high emotional intelligence, but call it out. The other side of that is If the subject matter does not demand it, then that is where your executive presence, your gravitas has to be strong, has to be strong, because what you want to do is kill, kill the need for anybody to even think they need to tone police you. So your executive presence, your gravitas, your ability to handle chaos to handle things happening at at the same time that's out of order, to bring a room back under control so that you can move it forward is extremely important. That's how you show your leadership skills. That's how you discredit, dismiss, remove, kill tone policing and the need for it in the space. And that's why I say, what does EQ have to do with it? Everything. Because your emotional intelligence is everything. Your ability to self-manage, your ability to read the room, your ability to relationship manage is everything. Why is it everything? Because they don't think we have it. (laughs) It's fundamental. As Black and brown women in corporate America, we all know the stereotypes already exist. They are there. But because a stereotype exists does not mean we have to facilitate, promote, Walk in that stereotype does not mean we need to do that. We need to start killing those stereotypes. So that's why it is so important for you to have a high level of emotional intelligence because you want your topic to be heard and understand. You want your direction, your advice, your initiative, your thoughts you know, to be known as a thought leader. So you want your thoughts to be heard and to be taken seriously. And to do that is to continue to use every aspect of your emotional intelligence. Now, I want to make it very clear. I am not saying I don't want anybody to get this twisted. I am not saying be a doormat. I am not saying be milly mouth. I am not saying be silent. I am not saying don't be concise, direct to the point. Don't speak truth to power. Do not be convincing in your communication. That is not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying at all. You be all those things. But you don't have to do them in a way that detracts from the power of what you're saying or doing. And I know that all, if not most of you for sure, I would think all of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. If the subject matter is not one that questions your integrity or takes your integrity into question or really, you know, questions your integrity, if it's if that's not the subject matter if it's not life or death if it's not those deeply moral things that you're attached to that define your unique persona and who you are as a person that someone's bringing into question if it's not that those types of categories that call for a high emotional response then there is no need for an emotional response You do not want to be that person that people avoid when they see you walk in the room or they see you walk down the hall. And your inability to have that balanced EQ is what will turn you into that person, is what will not kill tone policing when you're around. It won't kill it. It will be a constant thing. A constant part of your engagement is people tone policing you. And I know that me, Linda Talaferro, I'm not the one for that. So no tone policing happens for me. The individual that told me that I was too passionate to be a vice president. I'm sure today or not long after he said those words, actually. Regretted, he said said them because what was interesting. Let me tell you this: what was so interesting is when I did resign in order to become the vice president I am today. He came to me and said, "Are you sure you want to leave? We love your passion and your drive. <laughs> you just tone policed me what a year ago, and now a year later, I'm leaving for a role you said I would not get, and you want me to stay because now you value." The same thing you tone police me about my passion. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you about how he used it and the fact that I just killed it? That's what I'm impressing upon you to do. And I know we can be in challenging situations, no doubt. We can be high in high stress situations, no doubt. But that's where that constant work you do with your accountability partner, within your advocators, your supporters in your network, that helps you strengthen and continue to build your EQ and rise in your executive presence. And that's what frankly sets you apart from everyone else, sets you apart from everyone else because it does matter. EQ has everything to do with it. Everything to do with it, because if you notice, if you go left on people and the emotion gets crazy, and you're constantly got a chip on your shoulder, and you are always angry, or you all your emails all are always vicious, or you're short, you're, if all of that is how you show up every day, the fact that you are the bomb and you hit home runs and your work product is everything means nothing. It it it, it really, frankly, means nothing. Because they can get someone else to do the work that they'd rather be around, that doesn't fit the stereotypes. So that's what I would impress upon you in this episode of Being Brown at Work, is to know that EQ has everything to do with everything. How you show up, your being, how you self-manage, relationship manage, how you move through the organization, How you handle chaos with strength and grace, how you move a difficult task, initiative down the line towards a successful end with roadblocks that you kill along the way and meet targets, hit home. How you do all that is everything, is everything. And it takes all of us to show up and do that to the point where this tone policing thing is no longer a thing, no longer a thing. But like I said, where it's inappropriate, because the subject matter that's being discussed warrants a high level of emotion and somebody trying to check you on that, call them out, educate them right then and there. That also shows your ability to stand in your authenticity and call truth the power. And that's leadership as well. So I hope I I know this has been something that I mean, all of us deal with on a regular basis every day in our corporate journey. But it can be managed. It can be overcome. Tone policing can be killed out of your corporate journey if you take these steps that I shared with you in this session. And if for some reason you're really struggling to, you know, implement some of the things that I shared or you're in an environment that is extremely challenging and you're not sure which way to go up, you know, connect with me, send me an email, go to my website you know, send me a message. My website's lindsatellaferral.com. Connect with me. I would love to help you or give you some additional steps that you can implement so that you can be successful in killing tone policing and making sure that EQ rises above everything else when people engage and work with you. That's all for now. We'll see you next Tuesday. you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals. And apply this life changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table.